Today is Wednesday the 17th of June and you're welcome once again to Evening Prayer. My name is James Eaton Challoner, a Methodist minister based in Shrewsbury in the UK. And as usual for most of our liturgy this evening we'll be using the words taken from the UK Methodist Worship Book. So we gather together once again in the presence of God and in each other's presence. For though we are separate, we are joined as one body in Christ. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself and has entrusted us with the message of reconciliation. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Recognising that so often we find it difficult to do what is right and easy to stray from God's way, we come now to confess our sins to God. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins. Heal us by your spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. And friends, hear the good news that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Cry out to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with songs of joy. Be assured that the Lord is God. He has made us for himself. We are his own, his people, the sheep who feed on his pasture. Come into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Truly, the Lord is good, his love endures forever and from age to age he is faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. And now a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence that waking or sleeping we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our psalm for this evening is Psalm 119, verses 33 through to 56. That's Psalm 119, verses 33 to 56. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. I shall keep it with my whole heart. Lead me in the path of your commandments. For therein is my delight. Incline my heart to your testimonies, and not to unjust gain. Turn away my eyes, lest they gaze on vanities. O oh, give me life in your ways, confirm to your servant your promise, which stands for all who fear you. Turn away the reproach which I dread, 
because your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your commandments. In your righteousness give me life. Let your faithful love come unto me, O Lord. Even your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I answer those who taught me. For my trust is in your word. O take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth. For hope is in your judgments. So shall I always keep your law. I shall keep it for ever and ever. I will walk at liberty. Because I study your commandments, I will tell of your testimonies even before kings. and will not be ashamed. My delight shall be in your commandments, which I have greatly loved. My hands will I lift up to your commandments, which I love. And I will meditate on your statutes. Remember the word to your servant, on which you have built my hope. This is my comfort in my trouble, that your promise gives me life. The proud have derided me cruelly, but I have not turned aside from your law. I have remembered your everlasting judgments, O Lord, and have been comforted. I am seized with indignation at the wicked. For they have forsaken your law. Your statutes have been like songs to me. In the house of my pilgrimage. I have thought on your name in the night, O Lord. And so have I kept your law. These blessings have been mine. For I have kept your commandments. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And our other reading is from St Paul's letter to the Romans, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 11. That's Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 11. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and to deal with sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For this reason the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, indeed it cannot and those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead 
will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. And may the Spirit of God open our eyes so that those words on the page might point us to Jesus who is the living word of God. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Saviour who has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. God has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. The Lord has shown strength with his arm and scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel to remember the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. So we come now to our prayers of intercession. These are prayers that we offer for the world in which we live for the people that are a part of it and for the church to which we're called. As usual during these prayers there'll be a pause and a period of silence lasting for about 30 seconds during which I encourage you to bring those things that concern you particularly to God either out loud or in silence for God hears both. But also if you're able to spend some time listening for God longs that we should hear him through our prayers. So let us pray. Christ, through whom all things were made, sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ, present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ, forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ present in word, sacrament and sign, grant us your peace. And so we lift up before God the world in which we live. We lift up before God the tears of the people in our world. We bring to God those who struggle because of insufficient food, no shelter. We bring to God those who have no means of earning a livelihood. and whose days are filled with fear. We lift up before God the rich and the powerful and pray that those words spoken by Mary, the mother of our Lord, so many years ago might come true. 
the proud might be scattered, that the mighty might be cast down from their thrones and the lowly might be lifted up. We pray for our leaders, international, national and local, and for those with economic power. And we pray that all who have authority in the world might seek to be as Christ was, the one who came not to be served, but to serve. We bring to God those who are struggling with illness, those who are awaiting difficult diagnoses, those who have been who have been told that their illness is much more serious than they had hoped. And we pray for all who mourn, whether that grief is recent or many years past. Send upon all people your healing hand, and in that healing hand bring peace and hope, bring light and life. And in the midst of any despair, May they know your loving hands wrapped around them, Heavenly Father. And we bring before God the church, made up of many different traditions, many different languages to be found in many different cultures. And we give thanks to God for the breadth of variety but also give thanks that we are one body in Christ Jesus. We pray for our own churches and chapels, for those who feel sad and lonely because they can't worship in them. We also remember before God those who for whatever reason, even during normal times, can't worship in our buildings perhaps because of disability or frailty or old age and we pray for the church of North India and the church of South India and for the Lincolnshire district of the Methodist Church of Great Britain and its chair the Reverend Bruce Thompson we bring before God those people that we know that we've been asked to pray for, continuing to pray for Val, for Helena and for Terry, for Brian and for Caroline, for Hazel's family, for John's family, for Ron and his family, and for Deacon Gloria's family. And in a period of quiet, we bring before God now those people, places and situations that weigh particularly heavily upon us today.
and we pray for ourselves. Loving God, in whatever we do, may we seek to make known the good news of your kingdom. In whatever we do, may we be the hands and feet of Jesus. And in whatever we do, may we be the voice of the prophet speaking into the sinfulness of the world. And so all our prayers, spoken and unspoken, we offer to God in and through the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. And as our Saviour taught his disciples, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that, by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness that we may take our rest in peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the blessing of God, Creator, Sustainer and Redeemer, be with us all. Be with those that we love and be with those that we find it difficult to love this day and always. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. And may the souls of the faithful through the mercy of God rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen.